Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. As always, want to thank Rick Mitchell for the introductions and my fantastic producer, who I could not do the show without, and who Vince Kaplack thinks is an absolute genius, Adam Zalouf. Uh, today's guest is someone who means the world to me, and we will get to that towards the end of the show, but he is boxing's best promoter and MMA promoter. He is the founder and president of Classic Entertainment and Sports. He has promoted some big-time events, which we will get into. He's out of Providence, Rhode Island. And again, somebody who I, I care for and love very much and respect a ton, and that's Jimmy Birchfield. Jimmy, thank you so much for being on the show today. Claudio, it's my pleasure. All right. I hope you don't get sick of me. We did a show a couple days ago, and I hope you're not tired of hearing from me just yet. <laughs> Never. We could do a show every day. All right. Hey, before we get on with the show, Jimmy, there's some congratulations thrown your way. You received the WBC Green and Gold Belt. It's a, it's a Lifetime Achievement Award, which guys like Larry Holmes and Sugar Ray Leonard and Alexis Arguello and Floyd Mayweather have received. Before we get on with the rest of the show, tell us uh, what that honor ma uh, meant to you. Yeah, it was, you know, I, I received a lot of different awards through the years, and this was very unexpected. I I, I never really expected it. We were we participated with the Mike Tyson Roy Jones fight, which we had uh, the WBC was involved with, and uh, a couple of weeks after it, uh, I received this big box uh, at my office, and it, it it said Mexico on it, and I had no idea. It took me a while to open and. Damn, when I, I seen this, it's a real, uh, you know, world championship WBC green belt. And it's probably, uh, uh, I, I, I will I will honor this. I will treasure it for the rest of my life because beside the names you're saying, right on the belt uh, is Muhammad Ali, a picture of Muhammad Ali and Sugar Ray Leonard and, and Mike Tyson and and of course, uh, 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 Mauricio Suleiman's dad, Jose, and there's my picture right next to Muhammad Ali, and wow. with an unbelievable, with an unbelievable letter from the WBC, uh, thanking me for all I've done for boxing and and all I've done for life with charities and everything else. It was, it was really, uh, you know, fighters have to do so much to ever have this belt wrapped around their waist, uh, the hours and sweats and, and punches and everything else. And, and here I am with this belt that they have put around their waist when they, when they win a world championship. So it was, it was quite, uh, it was quite a day. It, it, it really, uh, uh, was something very special. And however it got out, it got out to the world and, Damn, I mean, people from all over the world uh, sending me letters and uh, congratulations and everything. So I'm glad you brought it up, Claudio. I uh, I think that, you know, there's a lot of sanctioned bodies in boxing, and I have to do business with all of them. Sure. They all have their own niche. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to key into one of the things that some years ago when Jose was living, two stories, actually. Um, one is, is that, you know, our mutual friend and our five-time world champion, Vinny Paz, it was the only belt and the real belt that he wanted to win. Right. And he did, we almost was there on one fight, but it was the only belt, the green belt that, that Vinny didn't have. And I told Jose about it and I told Jose, you know, what it would mean to Vinny, and damn, don't you think he awarded Vinny and post him with, the, with everything, uh, a world championship belt for him, wow. uh, this green belt. 
and and it was is it really showed me what these people were, were made out of that that they would do something like that. So it 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 really meant an awful lot to me, and and uh, I think it's one of the most prestigious belts that you could ever have around your waist. Well, it, it certainly deserved, and you worked very hard as well. I've seen you in action, and uh, they would not have given that award to you if you didn't deserve it. So, again, congratulations for sure. Um, you know, Jimmy, let's uh, start at the beginning, kind of. I, I'm curious, what was the Jimmy, the 16-year-old Jimmy Birchfield like? Where did you live? Talk to us about your goals and dreams and, and how your parents uh, were with you about your goals and dreams. Well, my parents were blue-collar people. They didn't have much. They worked awfully hard, but, you know, they, they they didn't have a lot of money, but they had a lot of everything else, their work ethic and their morals of life and what they taught me. And, you know, I, I was and one of the things that you're, you're great at as a scout in baseball. I was a tremendous baseball player. I was a switch-hitting shortstop. They could hit wow. the power from both sides. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you ever knew that, Claudio. I didn't know and, that. And Right. And I could throw you out behind third base. I had a gun for an arm. Wow. And as life went on, I, I, and I was graduating uh, high school. I had a lot of offers with scholarships uh, to different colleges to play ball. And uh, full boats and everything. And I kind of looked at my parents and I looked at where life was and I said, I got to go to work. And I went to work and one of my first jobs I had was running a demolition, a building wrecking demolition company that my grandfather owned. My grandfather was right from Italy and he had one of the toughest guys that you could ever, ever, ever work for. And that's where... My work ethic came from, uh, he, he was uh, unbelievable. And, you know, I, at 19 years old, I was running that business and had 25 people working for me. Wow. I played as much ball uh, that, that I could as I was working, but, you know, not, I wish I had at that point maybe a Jimmy Birchfield as I have when I find one of these fighters that I believe in and, and give them the guidance of even if their families don't have money, I'm telling them how to get to where they got to get to. But I didn't have a Jimmy Birchfield, so I choose to go to work and, and help my family. And I, I kept maybe $15 of my pay every week, and I gave the rest to my family. And, you know, as I continue that life, I kind of uh, stood in that, uh, business and and ran one of the biggest building material companies in all of New England, which was Kutu Lumber. And I, at 24 years old, I had 200 people working for me. So I think what differentiates me from this boxing promotional business and MMA promotional business is I was a businessman. I knew what it took uh, to run a business. Uh, how to make a payroll, and the payroll is tomorrow, and you don't have the money uh, to make the payroll, and what you got to do. And from that, I, I running uh, one of the biggest building material companies. Uh, you know, as a young age, I boxed. I, I boxed as an amateur. I loved the sport. Uh, I used to have to hide my equipment because my mother didn't want me to box. <laughs> one night, I took my gym back home, and I had my nose busted in a sparring match and she seen my, uh, I thought I had everything hidden, but she seen it. And, uh, that took me away and had to have a, a deviated septum operated on, but I always loved boxing. I, I, I love baseball. Uh, I, I love them two sports with everything I have. I'm watching a ball game now and watching these guys getting paid millions of dollars, and there's a a ball that is over the second base bag, and I don't see the shortstop diving for it. It, <laughs> it just hurts me because I used to eat them balls up <laughs> on, on the other side of second base. So, so, uh, but 
with that, I, I, I kind of, uh, a friend of mine owned a, uh, a restaurant, a bar. It was actually a bar. And uh, one of them old-time men's bar that had the mahogany polished uh, bar and everything. And, oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's actually one of the first places I ever had a drink at, and 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 uh, this guy's name was Adi Ayaki. He loved me, and uh, uh, I loved him as well. And and he, you know, uh, he became very deathly ill while I'm running this this big uh, building material company. And his wife called me. He had taken a severe heart attack. She said, I don't know what to do. I don't know nothing about the business or anything. And I said, all right. I said, look, I'm going to come in and get some proper people. I think you probably should sell the business, but let me, you take care of your husband and I'll come there. And I kindly had to stay there two or three nights a week. And this is getting out of work to go to work. And, uh, Adi, unfortunately uh, took another stroke and he died and she said to me jimmy you got to take the place over and you know again it was it was a, a men's bar and and uh uh i didn't really know much about that business but when you're in business you learn business pretty good so i did uh i put a couple of people i said look here's what i'm going to do i'm going to find you an operator that I believe would be able to operate it and then be able to buy it from you. That's the goal. And I did. I thought I had someone uh, set up everything for them and everything, and I thought I I really had someone that would be good. Uh, But he fooled me. He wasn't good. Mm -hmm. And after I put him in there, after a couple of months, because I used to visit there, I could see that I wasn't doing her a favor. I was hurting her because this guy was, wasn't running the business proper. So I kind of decided that I was going to run the business. I, I was getting out of work, running the building material company and going home and shower and come back and run this. I had my mother and my wife there during the day. And it was just a, I turned it into a little Italian checkerboard Italian and meatballs and sausage and and uh, all of stuff like that and I, I don't know how I did it I did it for like <laughs> six years and no lease or anything I went in there cleaned it all up remodeled it all and everything and paid her a, a rent each month and and then basically uh, I bought it from her and uh, you know, with no intentions of leaving my position because I, it, it was, I was many, many years ago, it was a great job. I was in the six-figure range and with with pensions and benefits and everything else. And damn, I took this little hobby over. That's what it was at first. And, would, you know, again, have my mom and dad, my mom and my, my uh, wife there during the day and then come there and basically uh, run it at night. Uh, it became so busy that I had I did one edition and then I did two editions and then I turned it from this little checkerboard uh, Italian restaurant to Las Vegas. I, I put I put an addition and a renovation in it that it was the talk of all of New England. And it was called Jimmy Birchfield's Classic Restaurant. Right. And anyone who was anyone came there. Muhammad Ali. Uh, it's actually my my one of my first times I, I really got close to Vinnie Paz was that he won a big amateur uh, t- title. And Rhode Island here gave him like a one sentence uh, in the journal. And I called him. And I called his father and I said, this is terrible. I want to invite you to my restaurant and I want to compliment, I want to congratulate you. And I'm going to have a few people there and I want to honor you. I didn't know Vinny from Adam at that point. And, right. and I did. And, and that's how our relationship started. But 
it became one of the finest restaurants in all of New England, not only of Rhode Island, but all of New England. And anyone who was anyone, I mean, everybody came there. Muhammad Ali, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Dan Marino, uh, Rick Pitino, uh, Tommy Lasorda, uh, just about everybody. And, and well, I know you got so. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I, I know that uh, you, you mentioned Ali, and I know we're going to have a story about him later. But something that I have to get in. Uh, you mentioned the other day on a show that we did together that if it snowed outside, you had somebody clean the cars off uh, from your customers from the well, restaurant. Yeah, I, I mean, I, nobody I, does I, that. Claudio, at that time, we didn't have computers. We didn't have iPhones. Right. What I did is I had a journal at the maitre d's desk. Claudio, your full name, right. and what your name, what your likings were, what seat did you like to, what table did you like to, to sit at, who did you like wait on you, uh, what kind, if you had, if you drank wine, what kind of wine, a tall glass, big glass, whatever. A dear friend of mine, Leo Del Ricci, who owns Twins Pizza, uh, Great guy. He passed away now. He loved burnt garlic bread. When he sat down, he got burnt garlic bread. Uh, if it snowed outside, this is without iPhones or anything. Uh, your car was all cleaned and heated by the time you paid your check. Your car, during the summer, your windshields, your flood lamps got all windexed and cleaned. Uh, they wow. did. I, You know... Claudio, I don't know if you ever seen it, but there was a movie called Federal Hill. No, I never saw that. And it was a black and white. Well, you should, you should, you should get it. It was all taken at my restaurant. Oh, I uh, the movie uh, Federal Hill, yeah. And and you know we 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 I, I go to these restaurants now and and to see that you know they didn't some of them don't even know what day it is. Never mind what. <laughs> your likings were, and, and when it was your birthday. And, you know, I, I, I always invented. I knew people would catch up with me, but I invented. Had It was your birthday, your anniversary, a special occasion. We had a camera. We took a picture. We'd have a little uh, uh, classic entertainment and sport, uh, like little uh, pamphlet that that picture would go insert into. So when you brought that home, was on your bureau, and classic restaurant was right there. I had this little monkey with the, uh, the, 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 the drum claps uh, <laughs> that when we, when, when we took out your birthday, your anniversary, took out a little cake. I, my baker loved me because I used to have to order a couple of hundred of these little cakes a week. That's how many people came there. On their special occasion, we had this little monkey out there clapping for you and and wishing you a happy anniversary and everything. So, you know, people tell me, do you miss the restaurant business? I don't actually miss the restaurant business. I, I miss making people happy. I love making people happy. So it got so big, I had to give my, I had to resign, give my resignation to the building material, uh, which Clarence Kutu was one of my mentors. He was one of the best guys in my life. Um, and I actually cried when I went to talk to him about this. And I, I said, but I won't leave here until I find a, a, a guy to take my position over. I don't care how long. And I did. I stood there for three months. And then after that, once a week, I would go down and I did find the right guy for him. And then I... The classic restaurant I put on fire. Man, you couldn't get reservations there for 30 days. Uh, that's how, I mean, we had, it was the rhythm and, and the timing and everything was was unbelievable. I still get stories. People, I meet people that tell me, uh, when are you going to reopen the classic? We miss it so much and, and everything else. So uh, I left and I went the classic and and uh, uh, I mean we were the talk of the town and I I became somewhere along the line uh, I worked out at, at the gyms because I loved the sport of boxing 
I also go to batting cages because <laughs> of my baseball. And and uh, uh, but I stood in boxing as much as I could, and and uh, I had that it was in my blood, and I kind of became a local boxing judge. I I judge just New England at first. And then I became, because whatever I do, I want to do it the best you can possibly do. Sure. And I became a, an international boxing judge, so I judge world championship fights all over the world. Uh, I wanted to go to, to, to my country in Italy. I never had the opportunity to be able to go, but being an international boxing judge, I judge world championship fights four times in the different re- regions and provinces in, in Italy, you know, Germany, uh, 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 France, uh, all over I went with, with judging fights. But I always had that urge. And as I traveled judging the fights, I'm watching the promoters. And I'm watching some of them were good. Most of them weren't. And after maybe four years of this, still running the restaurant now. I said, you know what? I can do this job better than any promoter that I've seen. I know I can. And uh, I put my resignation as a a judge, which was really uh, hard for me to do because I loved that also. And, uh, you know, Claudio, like, if if you love baseball as you do, and and scouting and knowing talent, uh, <clears throat> but if you had the opportunity to be, uh, you know, an official, a uh, 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 an umpire, or uh, uh, and, and getting paid on the field for something you love, that's a pretty good damn feeling. Sure. So if I am getting paid in judging fights uh, and the international level and 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 looking around like I'm, I'm in a coliseum in Rome judging a, a world championship fight I remember I'm that saying, I remember man. you told me about that yeah 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 I said man this is this is something so so you know uh, I I became I gave my resignation I became a promoter and the first show I did about 30 31 years ago, was at a place called Rocky Point Palladium, and I lost $28,000. Oh, uh, $28,000 uh, in the 21st century isn't a lot of money. Uh, $28,000 in them days was a lot of money. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm coming home from the event that night, and I said, man, I said, I wonder if I could get my judgeship back. (laughs) (laughs) But as you know, my perseverance isn't going to make that happen. Right. And I persevered and, and, and now, uh, it brought me to get this award from the WPC. And and you're the best and you're the best in the business. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about your uh, promotion uh, with Vinnie Paz, the Vinnie Paz years. But we're going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar at 502 Cabot Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call Dom at 412-372-3667. And criminal defense attorney Eric jackson Lorry with offices located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. Call Eric at 412-963-9308. And don't forget, my book is out. Lead from the heart up, not the neck up. How to create a positive winning culture on the field and in the office. You'll see Jimmy Birchfield's name in that book. It's on sale now at uh, my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, Amazon.com, my publisher, John Melvin Publishing.com, and BarnesandNoble.com. It's also available at the Barnes and Noble in Robinson Township and the Swickley Penguin Bookstore. We were right back with the best boxing and MMA promoter in the business, Jimmy Birchfield. 
Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's, the hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Jimmy, you mentioned uh, Vinny Paz. Uh, there's, not more, there's not a more exciting fighter in the business than him, uh, in my opinion. But let me, let me ask you something. Uh, number one, we're going to talk about the Vinny Paz years from the time you, you know, from the first promotion you had with him till, till the last fight, which was, uh, what, uh, 17 years ago this month, if you can believe that. But I'll, I'll tell you something, uh, as many fights as I came to, came to, went to, I hated every single one of them. I was a nervous wreck before every single fight and I didn't feel good until the fight was over. And people used to say, did you enjoy going to the fight? I said, hell no. I enjoyed seeing Jimmy. I enjoyed seeing Vinny, but I hated the fights because I always worried about Vinny. Even the Pat Lawler fight, I was worried. But uh, yeah. you're you're close to Vinny. So uh, you your mind had to have been going everywhere because there was the business end of it, but yet you had a love for the fighter. Uh, how was that for you? I don't want to forget two things before I answer that question. Because when I talked about the the uh, uh, WBC, I said there were two things I had to say to you. I said one, and I didn't do the other, yeah. which I want to do now. Sure. And secondary, I heard you mention your sponsors, and I, I want to compliment each and every one of them because this is what allows uh, your listening audience in, in Pittsburgh to understand what you're all about. So your book. I've read it three times, oh. <laughs> and each and each time, thank you. And each time, and it takes me a lot to get interested in a book. It really does, uh, you know, because my my brain, uh, my son Jimmy tells me, Dad, it's very hard for people to keep up with you because you think so far ahead. Right. <laughs> so when you're talking to the average person, you're already a mile away. <laughs> And he's not caught up with you yet. So you've got to give him a little time to catch up with you. So right. for me to get interested and read a book, okay? But I'm telling you, anyone who has it, cut that book. Please go out and buy it. You're going to enjoy it because it doesn't, it's not, it's not only about baseball. It's a, it's a lot more than that. I think it, it will teach you some great things uh, that, that are really great. So I, I really highly recommend it, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart, Claudio. The second I, thing I, I wanted you, to say, you, I, the second thing I wanted to say was, uh, I want to go back to the WBC again. Sure. So some years ago, there's a fighter that most people will recognize the name and know the name, especially old-time boxing fans, by the name of Rocky Marciano. So Rocky Marciano was from Brockton, Mass, uh, somewhere around where your producer uh, is living right now, I guess, in yeah. Boston, right? Yep. All right. Yep. So Ro Rocky's from Brockton, and as we all know, uh, Rocky was 49-0 and 0 and actually fought in Providence 28 times, but never, 
did they do a monument or have a monument in Brockton for Rocky Marciano? It was terribly bad, but they never could get, you know, Brockton's kind of blue-collar uh, city, and they couldn't find the dollars to have a monument. So I have a conversation with with Jose Suleiman from the WBC. I said, Jose, we got to figure what we can do. we got to get a monument in Brockton for Rocky Marciano. And he says, you mean they don't have a monument? I said, no. He said, well, you lead the committee, and I will find the dollars on how to do it. Wow. It was an amazing story. It's an amazing, amazing story. Jose Suleiman had a sculpture. It's like 62 feet high, made in Mexico, shipped by boat to Brockton. Wow. Okay? Brought to the Brockton Rock Stadium. We had a presentation right at the field uh, in Brockton. Uh, you know, for people who are boxing fans, and you can you can go online and Claudio. I hope you do and look at the festivities that day. Oh, I've seen it. We yeah. had, we had, we had, and Jose Suleiman. This did not cost. One, I still to this day don't know how he got it done. So that was something I didn't want to forget about the WBC. Now, let's go back to your question you just asked me again. And I want you to reiterate what what exactly was that question. Well, the, the Vinny Paz years, uh, you know, like I said, I obviously I went to a ton of Vinny's fights and people always used to say, uh, do you have a good time? I said, hell no. I, I hated every second of it until I knew he won the fight and he was okay after the fight. So my, my question to you was, uh, you know, you have the business end of the promotion. You have a lot of work to do, but at the same time, you love the guy that you're promoting and you want to make sure that he's okay and he does well. So uh, your, your mind had to have been spinning during those Vinny fights. Well, it's a little, a little situation, you know, with the athletes that I represent. I love them all. They become right. part of my family. Right. And Vinny, the relationship I had with Angelo, his father, and it, it was even, it, it was kind of like having a godchild. And, and it made it even a little harder for me because no matter what, Vinny was going to bleed. Yeah. And, 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 and no matter what kind of fight it was, and, and you know, Vinny wasn't born with the greatest of talent like some athletes have, and some fighters have been born with, with all that athleticism and all, all everything that needed to, you have to be to be a world champion. But Vinny gutted it out. His heart, the, the, his heart and soul, was was what he put in every fight. You bought a ticket to to, to see Vinny fight, you knew you were going to get your money's worth, and basically as the night that he got, the day he got in an accident and broke his neck, and I was at the hospital with Vinny, and Vinny's, I mean, Angelo is right out of it, and, and you know, to see Vinny, a warrior, laying there, not being able to move and being paralyzed was something I'll never forget my whole life, and when the doctor come in and Vinny couldn't at that time move anything, his hands, neck, anything. He, he, was, he was completely paralyzed. Jeez. And he looked at the doctor and he said to the doctor, do you think I'll ever be able to fight again? The doctor without even, this is one of the best, we, we, we took this guy in because he was one of the best. The doctor without even one second of hesitation said, son, you will never fight again. Vinny, with, with maybe 10 seconds, looked up at the doctor, and he said, Doctor, you don't know Vinny Paz. I will fight again. And what that kid did, I mean, was unbelievable. And if you haven't seen the film, um, you haven't seen uh, Bleed for This, you should, as I'm telling you about Claudio's book, there's two things you should do. <laughs> okay, you should do that. You should you should buy Claudio's book, and you should 
you should rent the film because you got to see it. You got to see it. It's, it, it. It just tells it all. And and the guy that played Vinny, damn. Oh, he was unbelievable. He sounds like, yeah, he even sounds. Uh, what was his name, Claudio? Miles, again? Miles Teller. I, yeah, he did an unbelievable job. Sure the did. The night we had the. Uh, let me tell you the relationship. The night that they did the viewing in Rhode Island, um, Miles Tyler comes in. We have the after party uh, with all the VIPs and everything. And Miles asked Vinny, who should I really pay attention to here? And Miles comes and tells me this. Right. He says, only one person you should really pay attention to here, and that's Jimmy Birchfield. That's right. Miles Teller comes and tells me that. So the years that we went through and with with Vinny, we did every 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 single thing, and and he got it. He was a showman. He knew he knew uh, how to how to to, to 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 market himself. He knew he knew what to do. I mean, the outfits he came in. This was before any anyone knew anything about this. Right. He was a showman. He was an entertainer, and you know. It would. Uh, I'd have to be on this show for like uh, maybe uh, uh, six months to tell you all the stories about Vinny. Oh, but yeah. the one story I'm going to go back to, he had about 44 wins, and he was thinking about retiring. We came off a bad defeat, and he came to my office. He says, "Look, I only want to do one more thing in my in my boxing career. There's only one more thing I want." I want to end my career with 50 wins. I said, all right. I said, I'm going to steer the ship. We're going to do it. You better listen to me. Okay. So we went 45, 46, 48, 49. You were there the 50 at the Claudio. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the 50. We're fighting at Foxwoods Casino. We got, we got everyone there. We got, uh, 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 Pete Rose was there. Duran. Pete Rose. We got. We got uh, Duran. We have. We have uh, Stallone's brother. Uh, Frank. Uh, Frank Stallone. We. I had him do the national anthem, and yeah. and it's yeah. it's pumped. Now, a week, a couple of weeks before this, Vinny got me a beautiful picture of himself, and he signed it to to my promoter Jimmy Birchfield. 50, 50th or death. <laughs> That's how we signed. Yeah, yeah. So, so now it's the first, second, third round. Oh, and in the in the in the in the uh, uh, dressing room before the fight, uh, the rough comes in and gives you know. Usually, that's what happens with the main event. They give the rules and everything, and the rough says, "Now, when I tell you to break, you break." So Vinny gets the judge, the referee, and he says, referee, listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> the referee is supposed to be telling him to listen right. to him. He say, listen to me. Listen to me. Yes, Vinny. If I bleed, don't you ever stop the fight. Don't I stop bleed. It. Don't worry about it. I fight better when I bleed. So, so the ref goes to him. Look. I'll, I'm the referee. I'll make that decision. So he tugs on him. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. He said, look, I, I'm the boss in there. I'll make that decision. And sure enough. So the first, second, third, fourth round, we are losing every round. Yeah, yeah. Vinny's bleeding. Oh, we had the guy that's a plastic surgeon on national television. Dr. Orton. That Vinny. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. That that Vinny <laughs> had his girlfriend give a a, a breast. Uh, I know, I know. Breast, right, right. And that's how <laughs> now he got to love this guy. And he said, Jimmy, I want to have this guy. I said, but this guy, he, you don't know it. No, no, I gotta have this. This guy, Vinny's bleeding. Here's a guy that has. I mean, what's his reputation, Claudio? You see well, him on national. Yeah, he he did Heather Locklear's breasts. He does uh, plasma yep. in the face. He does it all. But, but yeah, he's in the boxing corner of of a guy who bleeds like crazy. Right, right. He couldn't stop it. I know. So I, I got know. him. I tugged on him the third <laughs> run. I said, Doc, 
What the hell are you doing? He was a nervous wreck. When I tell you a nervous, a nervous wreck. So, now, I'm saying this is going to be terrible. Vinny's not going to get his 50th win. And, and this is going to kill him. All right? So now, as a promoter, I'm not supposed to do this. I go up the steps. I grab his shorts. Okay? Yeah. Because of Vinny's dedication to Kevin Rooney. Sure. Okay? And Tiny Richie. Tiny Richie can't hear. Okay? And and Kevin Rooney uh, had a couple of drinks before. And it's... He's trying to put the Vaseline on Vinny's eye, and he's putting it in his nose. <laughs> the doctor can't even find it. This is a dysfunctional corner. That's right. Okay? The, 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 so, so Kevin's asking for Vaseline. Now, remember this. Tiny Richie can't hear. He said, kerosene. Where am I going to get kerosene? <laughs> this is actually in the corner. That's right. So, so I go and I grab Vinny's shorts. And I pull him, I tug on him. And he looks over to me. I said, Vinny, you said 50 or death. We're dying. You lost every single round so far. He looked at me, he shook his head. And, you know, you got to have him on the program one day and let him I did. I did. I had him on, yeah. And when he said, when he goes, now, now what? (laughs) <laughs> and he gets up, and as you know, you were praying to your mom and dad. Yes, sir. And for Vinny. And, and, and uh, he went out, and, and he did his job. And, and what a night we had. He won his 50th. And, it was and, a great uh, night. But, it but was you know, a the, great, the, great the, night. The thing about that is, and when I saw you going to the corner, your eyes got so big. I mean, that's I, I remember yeah. so much of that night, but. And I'll go over some things of that that special night, but which is hard to believe it was 17 years ago and a couple of weeks. Well, the but, commission, Claudio, the commission, they when when I they said the commission said if you do that again, we're escorting you. You know you're not supposed to do that. If you do, if you go near that corner one more time, we're escorting you out of this building, <laughs> and you're going to be suspended. Uh, I still, I swear to you, I'm telling you the truth, Jimmy. I still, because I was, I was pretty close. Your eyes were so big, and, and just a look of—I yeah. don't want to say fear, but it was a worry because Vinny was bleeding a little bit. And 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 I told him, why don't you fight somebody that is gonna, you know, doesn't have the best of records? And he fights a guy, Tucker Pudwell, who gave uh, Eric Lucas a, a hell—I think it was Eric Lucas—a hell of a run for his money, the champion. So Vinny didn't fight some yeah. stiff. Vinny fought a good fighter, but I, I have to—I was gonna save some of this for the end of the show. But you know, I said at the outset that uh, how much you mean to me and, you know, my dad passed February 19th, 2004. And I remember calling you guys, uh, both of you and saying, you know what, Jimmy and Vinny, I'm not going to make the fight. And before I did that, Jimmy Birchfield called my dad at home. He called him at the hospital. And when my dad passed, the first flowers that we got were from C, the team CES, Classic Entertainment Sports, Jimmy Birchfield. Never forget that. Vinny Paz called all the time. Um, I, I got to tell you a quick story. When my dad was in a hospital, um, I went downstairs for something, and I came back up, and my I said, how's my dad? And the nurse said, well, he's not doing real well. I said, what's the matter? Well, he's kind of hallucinating a little bit. I said, hallucinating? I, said, he, I was here a half hour ago, and he was okay. What do you mean hallucinating? Well, there was a guy on TV, and and uh, he said, I know that guy. He's my friend. And he said some name. I said, well, what was the name that he said that he, my dad said? Uh, some boxer. Well, I said, well, who was it? Some Italian guy. I said, was it Vinny Pazienza? He goes, yeah. And then my dad said, I, I said, well, yeah, we're friends with him. My dad said, told that nurse, I told you I knew who the hell he was. He got pissed off, Jimmy. <laughs> but as I said, yeah. I when my dad passed, I, I called Jimmy and I called Vinny and I said, I don't think I'm going to make the fight. And both of them said, no, you're going to be here. We, we want you here. You have to be here. And, um, and I did come and, uh, during the fight, before, before the fight started, uh, just to show you what kind of guy Jimmy is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm there, but I'm not there, you know, but I'm, I'm starting to get into it because I'm, I want Vinny to get this fight. So the announcer, which was your son, 
Joey. Joey, yeah. He, 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 everybody stood up and he said that uh, we'd like to do a standing 10 count, which they ring the bell to honor somebody who passed away. So we all stood up and then he mentioned my dad's name. And everybody listening to the show, you have to understand what happened to me when they mentioned my dad's name. I just, I was done. I mean, I was completely done. Um, I was, everything got sucked out of me. And I was so appreciative uh, of that. And Jimmy, like I said, I'll, I'll never forget that as long as I live. And, and, um, and then during the fight, as Jimmy said, Vinny wasn't doing so well. Because this guy was a big guy and he was a strong guy and he could hit and he could take a hit too. He was a tough fighter. And I'll never forget as long as I live. I, I looked up at the Foxwoods rafters and I, I could see the ceiling now as I'm talking about it. And I remember my, my parents always used to say, my mom and dad used to say, anybody who's good to my son, for God to bless him, right? So I said that little prayer, and I swear on my eyesight, as soon as I finish that word, as uh, soon as soon as I finish that prayer, Vinny punches Pudwell and knocks him down. And Jimmy, I, it yeah. felt as if I got knocked down because all the adrenaline just hit me, right? And then Vinny went yeah. on to dominate the fight. So, uh, so if it wasn't for you getting on him in my prayer, Vinny would have lost. So Vinny owes us some money, and he owes us that that nice trophy that you gave yeah. him at the end of the fight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah. it was a special night for sure. It was a special night. But uh, uh, we're going to take another quick commercial break and uh, come back with our fantastic guest, uh, Jimmy Birchfield, the president, founder of Classic Entertainment and Sports out of Providence, Rhode Island. After we hear a quick uh, commercial break from our uh, sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, criminal defense attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie. And uh, don't forget, you can hear our show uh, backlog on our show on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean. And you can hear such great guests as Mario Andretti, Jerry Cooney, Vince Ferragamo, Roman Gabriel, Ken Griffey Sr., Donnie Lalonde, Rocky Blyer, and of course, Vinny Paz. Uh, we'll be right back with Jimmy Birchfield. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson-Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson-Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout Western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Jimmy, um, give us maybe, your besides that last fight, what was your most memorable Vinny Paz fight? I don't know if any is going to top off the 50th fight, uh, it was uh, the Greg Hogan fight when Vinny was so sick yeah, because of loss of weight. He was so dehydrated. That, uh, I mean, I, I, and it's like, it was like carrying a little baby into a, 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 a steam room and back and forth. And, and the way he went and gutted that fight out, there just was so many... So many different things. And, you know, with Vinny uh, fighting the last 15th round fight, it was it was amazing that Vinny's endurance on 
his endurance, he just became stronger as the fight went on. Right. What you see a lot nowadays is that the fighters, they don't, when he gets to them championship rounds, they don't have anything left. Right. Vinny right. would get stronger as the, as the rounds went on. And, and I think, I think, you know, uh, probably the first fight after, uh, the halo came off and he started training and, and everything, it was, uh, uh, you know, it, it you got to be made out of cast iron in this business, and and Vinny just, uh, you know, he's from the old school. When I talk sure. about Rocky Marciano and and fighters like that, uh, that that you know, it was heart and soul. They gave it everything they got. So, you know, I can't really top off the fiftieth fight because I I knew what it meant to Vinny. Sure. I knew, and you know, one of the one of the discouraging things, and I'm hoping that uh, the people that are listening to your show would would send to the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Vinny belongs into the Boxing Hall of Fame. No doubt. And, he, and, and there is no doubt about it. And and I I just don't understand. And you know, I sponsor the, the Hall of Fame every year, and I'm I'm thinking of of taking my sponsorship out. Because it it's now become something that I, I just don't understand at all. I've so had one of the I voters would, on, Lyle Fitzsimmons, and he's been on my show a couple yeah. of times. And I, I get on him quite often. I said, you got to – he's won championships. Not only did he win championships, but he filled the house. Not only did he fill the house, but people know who he is. And, and for selfish reasons, for the Hall of Fame itself, he would pack that house. The day that he gets 100%. announced uh, – I mean, so there's so many – Boxes that would be checked, if it, and he deserves it. He deserves it. But so I, I think like he'll... four things. Yeah. So there's four things as we're continuing here for your listening audience. One is buying your book because <laughs> they'd really be missing out. Two is 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 buying and renting the bleed for this movie for Vinnie Paz. Okay. Right. Uh. Uh. And three would be. Sending letters to the International Boxing Hall of Fame. What's the fourth one I'm thinking about? Well, go ahead. You ask a question. I'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Well, oh, oh, I know what the fourth is. Go ahead. I'm listening to your great, your great sponsors, the criminal lawyer, Eric uh, Jackson Lurie. Uh, you know Eric. Yeah. Right. I'm. 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 I'm listening to that. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening to your. Uh, say your sponsors again. Roscoe Hearing, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Dr. Greg Roscoe, he's a great guy. He really is a great guy. Dom Pecora, who owns Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. He's a huge boxing fan, by the way. And, of course, Eric Jackson. So now they're all in Pittsburgh, right? Oh, yeah. They're, well, uh, Dr. Roscoe is about an hour from here in Dubois, Pennsylvania. Uh, Trafford, Dom's Place is about 35 minutes, and Eric's in downtown Pittsburgh, about 20-some minutes. So there's four things your listening audience have to do, and I just gave them. And and I I would highly recommend that they get that done tomorrow, and and the rest of this week, and make sure the next time Jimmy Birchfield has a pay per view, make sure you get it, which we're going to get to right now. Tell us a little bit, and thank you for all those plugs. Uh, I told you I love the guy. Oh, uh, they're not they're not they're not plug they're not <laughs> plugs. They're real. They're real from the heart up, right? That's correct. That's right. Now you were involved in. I think if it wasn't the biggest, it was one of the biggest pay-per-views of all time, the Tyson-Jones fight. Number one, how did you get involved in it? And if you don't mind me asking, you know, it's it's not fun in games for, for you. Uh, tell us maybe some of the obstacles that you had to overcome to make that event go off. Well, there's a lot of obstacles, but it's not only that event. Every event, every event, uh, in this business and no matter how long you've been doing, listen, I, a few years ago, I have a female fighter when no one wanted to touch female boxing. I was the first to ever do it. And being woman's month this month, I want, I want to bring that up because we had four world champions, but anything that could ever possibly happen in this business happens. Right. And, and, you know, this this Jamie Clamper we're fighting at Mohegan Casino. She had sold Jamie the Hurricane Clamper, three time sure. world champion, 
she had sold uh, 300 tickets, and and basically uh, her opponent that came in from Alaska figured that for the the, the bills of, of 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 flying her in test positive she's pregnant. Oh. This is the night before the world championship fight. So so basically you know all of this all of this not only in this business but every business it's all built on relationships. Sure. We come involved because of a relationship. And 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 then it's our brand, our name. You know, people realize that we know what we're doing. We know how to get things done. You're dealing with commissions. It's not you know, there's a lot that goes in. You you just don't put two guys together or two females together. You have to bring that to the to the commission. The commission has to approve the fight. The you, fighters sign a contracted weight, so at the weigh in the night before a fight, they got to make that weight. That's why you see fighters miserable the week of a fight. They're making weight. They're trying to make weight. It takes such a special human being to be able, no matter what their record is, to walk up them stairs and get in that ring or cage, it doesn't matter. They're special. Sure. Anyone. Because they don't have a teammate. They don't have someone to pass the ball to, 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 to you know, uh, to block for them. They don't have any of that. It's them alone in that cage or, or ring. So it... There's a tremendous amount of obstacles that happen in order to to make the fight happen. And consequently, the commission in California for that fight, because it was an exhibition, they didn't want to announce a winner because it was an exhibition. And in the regulations, we have to we have to follow the regulations. Sure. You can't just do what you that's why I'm not supposed to go pull up, going in a corner as a promoter and pull a. Uh, a fighter's trunks right. and tell them wake up. Okay, I'm not supposed to do that. I, I I'm regulated. Okay, and and so it it was an amazing effort. It wasn't uh, the biggest uh, pay per view, but it, it it ran holes around anything that's happened in the last four or five years, and uh, you know it, it showed that. Mike Tyson really still has an audience. His, his little girls asking me, little I ten, twelve year old people, how can we see the fight? <laughs> they don't know who Mike Tyson was. They don't know who he is. Sure. But the charisma sure. is still there. And stay tuned. There's there's a big there's gonna be a big announcement coming up soon. Stay tuned. All right. I can't All right. say anything yet. But okay. it's going to be a big, big, big announcement coming up soon. All right. Let's well, get to the next question. All right. Well, you know, before we talk about your upcoming events, you have a, uh, you were on a TV show a couple of years ago, a boxing show that I do, and you did a show with me Monday, and you, you tell a great story about Muhammad Ali coming to your restaurant. Tell us that story, please. Yeah, it was a great story. Uh, Muhammad uh, came into the classic restaurant, and um, we had dinner and. Uh, the Classic was a fine dining restaurant. You had to be dressed up. You had table side cooking. It had everything. It had, I mean, listen, we, we, we shined your shoes when you walked in. So, uh, you know, we, we, we rope up an area which was called our uh, Elegier room, and that's what it was. It was an elegant room. We rope it off, red rope, carpet with, 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 uh, with, 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 uh, 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 Muhammad Ali's having dinner and everything and, and, and basically uh, what happens is he says Jim uh, them your people down there yeah he said take that rope down he starts signing everybody's autographs starts taking pictures with everybody and everything and and it was amazing so <clears throat> after this is all over he says to me I want you to take me to where the worst place where my people are. And I'm just trying to think. And, and, and there was this broken down men's bar room near Rhode Island Hospital called Tilly King's. And we went there. And we walk in. 
and people, you know, half of the guys in there drunk and and everything, and they got their heads down and and everything, and nobody recognizes Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Finally, one guy, one guy shakes his head. He says, "No, am I hallucinating? Is that Muhammad Ali?" And that and he sat down with every single one of them people, gave each one of them $50 bill, wow. and we stood there for over two and a half hours. That's who Muhammad Ali was. Wow. That is a great story. I never get tired of hearing that story. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, you have some uh, events coming up. You have some fighters uh, fighting some big fights. And, and real quick, you also had a big thing happen to you when you hooked up with the uh, MMA UFC live stream. That, that, that was a big deal, was it not? Yeah, it was. We 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 uh, we're one of the only promoters. Of, you know, we are really the only promoters that have the two divisions: life championship boxing, and MMA, one of the fastest growing sports in the world. And you know, Dana White and we have a relationship with him, and and uh, we've got uh, my son Jimmy has done a great job with 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 uh, 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 putting a deal together. A long time deal, so our, our events are, are shown on UFC Fight Pass, both for boxing and MMA. And uh, I'm going to leave with this, uh, uh, Claudio. We have because of the states, and we want to do. You know, listen, this COVID is real, as we know, sure. and it's hit home. It's it's hit close to me, where I've had family members have very bad cases of of this COVID and I can't wait to hit it with the biggest knockout punch ever and get it away from us. But we've put a safety uh, uh, plan together and we're going to be going to Orlando, Florida on April 30th, right around where everything is, where Disney world's five minutes of golf, golf courses right around us, every kind of attraction. And we're going to do a big event at, at a place called the Caribbean Resorts, and uh, it's a great a great location. It has five beautiful five star restaurants there. And we're going to be doing a big MMA event that will be broadcast globally on UFC Fight Pass. But we've got some real big names on the card. Uh, John Gotti Jr. will be on the card, fighting one of the featured fighters, uh, Gary Tiger Boletto's son. Uh, there's going to be 10 fights on the card. We're very excited about it. And, we're, you know, it's it, normally this place you could put 3,500 people there, but there's only going to be 1,000 people uh, with the safety, uh, uh, COVID safety, no matter what happens from now till then. Well, that's what we're going to go with. And we're going to be, uh, hopefully in the next seven days, we'll be announcing a couple of very big uh, boxing championship boxing events that we will be doing so we've got a we're hoping that the last six months of of 2021 uh is going to be uh you know we can get to we won't be able to get back into business 100 percent, but we'll you know because i i feel for my athletes that's how they make their living and everything sure. and and uh we're, we're going to create uh, we're going to come out of this claudio and your audience, we're going to come out of this stronger than ever. For we're sure. going to come out of this because I've been working since March 12th, which is a year ago. I've been working every day. We've got some unbelievable talent coming up, both in boxing and MMA. We've got some unbelievable deals we're putting together all, all around. I want to make this Florida uh, one of our locations that Basically, uh, uh, you know, in the winter months and stuff, we can do a job with there. So, uh, Claudio, I hope I, I've got to take something that I've been waiting for. I, I'm sure you can hear my phone blinking. No, you go ahead. Uh, so, I, am I all right? To, is there anything else you want to leave no, with? No, so you go ahead. Don't and... forget. So, so, Claudio, say the four things that I want your listening audience uh uh, that I just said that, that it's a right. must. Your book? <laughs> My book, Vinny Paz's movie. Uh, what was the third one? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I should have wrote it your, down. Your, your, oh, yeah, my, your, my sponsors. Boxing, 
and oh, the Boxing sponsors. Hall of Fame. Right. Got it. Got it. Got and it. listen, listen, I want to say this here. Claudio, I love you. You are a good, good man. Um, I wish I lived in Pittsburgh so I could see you every day. Okay. But, but you are a, you're a great, great person. Uh, from the heart, I love you with everything I got. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of your book. I'm so proud of what you've done with your scouting on the baseball, what you've done on your your broadcast here. Just don't even look back. And remember, your mom and dad is telling everybody in heaven, that's my son. And Thank I'm going to leave much. with Thank that, okay? Okay? Thank you very much, Jimmy. Love you, you, and I appreciate everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Uh, well, everybody, uh, I appreciate uh, Jimmy Birchfield. That, that was a great interview, and, and uh, again, he got me all choked up here, which is uh, easy to do. And he's one of the people that I do try to make proud of me, and uh, I can go on and on with some great stories about Jimmy. But um, anyway, I, I appreciate Jimmy being on. And, uh, again, thank our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, and Eric Jackson Lurie, criminal defense attorney uh, located in Fox Chapel in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jimmy didn't hang up. But uh, oh, there he goes. He hung up. Anyway, um, yeah, you, you guys know the routine. You can listen to my show on my website, ClaudioRosano.com. Uh, get the book like Jimmy said. And uh, Adam Zalouf, thank you so much, brother. I, I, I told you at the beginning of the show, Vince Kaplack thinks you're a genius. Well, I think you're 10 times a genius. I, again, I couldn't not only do the show without Adam, but uh, there's not a better person in the world for me to, to be uh, associated with. This is his show, too. So thank you, Adam. Thank you, Rick Mitchell. And um, thank you to everybody listening to the show. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Claudio Rosano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts like he can't understand what i'm saying it's not just a hearing problem jolie it is a health problem even with a mild hearing loss our risk of dementia doubles with age so let's improve dad's hearing and his health let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding laughter and happy memories serving the dubois area for over 20 years the roscoe hearing care center in dubois punksy and st mary's the hearing solutions you've been looking for call us for an appointment today a one four three seven five zero four five five. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you.